how do the lights turn on? Uh, I don't know. I got I got this I got this thing on the wall that I touch and the lights turn on. I got this uh, this magic wand that I point at one of the lights, turns it on. Poof, boom, bang. So awesome. One of the ones that I thought was like the one of the ones that I think is the toughest with with uh, the automatic lights and then we they did this at Sports Authority. They'd have them like uh, they'd set them up in the in like the men's room. Now I got to be sitting in a, sitting in a stall, just taking a dump, like looking at something on my phone or something. Sure. And like the lights, because they have that timer, they would, the lights would just shut off, and I'm sure. like, like now I have no way. Like there are so many problems at this point. Well, you know what that is, right? That's the building knowing what you're doing and wanting you to feel shame. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> It's like it's like I gotta like I gotta like activate it again, but how do I do that? Yeah. So like I I'm like I'm like in the back stall and I'm like too far away from it, so like opening the door isn't doing it. Like throwing shit over the top. <laughs> yeah. You're like, man, the only thing I've got to throw God. is like my phone or a roll of toilet paper, and I kind of need both right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta wipe my ass, and I can't tell if it's like clean, coming coming back clean or not. It's yeah, like, there's oh. no app. There's no app for that. Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society, with your host Will, and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. That's right, welcome back everybody. It's freaking Save vs. Poison, alright? It's our community. It's our podcast. It's a glorious time to be alive listening to the sounds of two of the deepest voices that you've ever heard. <laughs> Did you hear the growl? It was a growl. Is that a horny growl or was that an angry growl? No, it was just like, a, you know, and you're like, you're like, like, like uh, Geralt of Rivia, whenever he's like kind of sort of agreeing <laughs> with somebody and he just goes, mm. yeah. yeah, he, he wastes no words because, you know. Mm-hmm. For reasons, I guess. I don't know. Uh, as somebody that is uh, uh, verbose, garrulous, and loquacious, uh, people not talking, that just, that's just, that's, that's insulting, in my opinion. Uh, Steve will not be joining us tonight, but don't you worry, all right? Because he doesn't care what anyone thinks. Not even himself. But joining me tonight, uh, he was recently spotted outside a VD clinic advertising that he was offering free samples. He's our friend Tiki. <laughs> Uh, the VD, that's the very delicious clinic. That yes. I was yeah, well, of. You know, when, once you get a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. And it was mostly sausage. That's all they really yeah, had there. Yeah. Was just various creamy, types of sausage. sausage. Mostly, mostly firm sausage. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. Free samples, man. Free samples, just help, buddy. You know, helping out the community. Yeah, just doing just doing your community service for the last time that you sexually assaulted somebody? Is that what is that No, that is? that's not why I get community service. I get community service for stupid stuff like stealing stop signs or <laughs> <clears throat> leading police on a high-speed chase for no reason. For no reason whatsoever. I, I just yeah. I, I love that all of those start with you pantsing police officers. Like, Well, it's how, do you, how else do you get their attention? Well, I mean, because they're wearing those like really, really heavy belts, but they don't wear like a belt underneath their yeah, belt right exactly. that'd be stupid right Wearing so just two belts whoop, just whoop. i i've oftentimes told them they should actually have suspenders but you know some people just don't take that kind of feedback well. i would agree i would agree. you know what i want i want a return to like the 
the like late 19th century, early 20th century British uh, police, the British Tommies, uh, wearing the long jacket, the long wool coat. I think that, uh, and the, the, the gigantic Mobius style mustache. I think that all, I think that, that should be a universal police uniform. From that hat on. that makes that hat that makes you look like one of those pillars they put in the concrete to prevent a car from driving on the sidewalk. I was gonna say a very official penis, but yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, you look like a bishop. From yeah, like, like if you were a chessboard, you'd be a bishop. Yeah, you'd be a bishop. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Hey, Tiki, how's it going, man? How are you? It's going. It's going. How about you? How are you doing, dude? Doing okay. Doing okay. It's been uh, uh, it was a good, basically a pretty good week. Um, my poor dog stepped on something though, so I'm like a little bit stressed because uh, he's favoring his hind paw and worrying at it and i don't like the idea of having to like take him to the vet so i'm hoping it's just a slight limp I, yeah it's just a slight limp and he stopped licking and, and mucking with it about 30 45 minutes after we noticed it but uh he's still limping so i'm hoping that hoping he's okay my, hard, poor hard to say. my dog had a uh she's done that a couple of times where i'm mm-hmm. like is she really, really hurt? And then, like, she just, like, you know, it turns out it was, like, a pulled, like, shoulder or something. Like that, or pulled, she mm-hmm. pulled something in her leg. Mm-hmm. She's getting pretty old, though, so. Yeah, well, so is ours. I mean, ours is, he's seven years old, which, for a husky, I mean, maybe four or five years left. So, he's, you know, he's an adult dog. He's definitely an adult dog. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to wonder, should employment come with pet insurance? I think it should, damn it. Some some employment does. That's insane. It is. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, then I'll take some of that, please. Thank you very much, uh, Lafayette Surgery Center. We'll take that right now, please. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So other than that, um, it's been it's been a pretty good week. Um, we had an awesome fucking time playing Hunt Showdown on Friday night last week. You and Russ and I. Enjoying some bayou clearing, zombie smashing, extracting with bounty goodness uh, on on a Friday evening. That was that was a really great night. Uh, I had my wife and kids out of town, so I basically we what, stayed up till like two in the morning playing. I mean that's I haven't stayed up until two in the morning playing a video game in a really long time, like a really long time. So uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, it it. Uh, it... <laughs> It impacted my Saturday. I think I, I think I wound up like I got up, I fed my dog, I got like something for myself. I watched uh, like something on YouTube, a couple of videos of some of the channels I like to review. Yeah, and then I I think I just passed out on my couch for like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm, I can't. It's it's I gotta make up for that lack of sleep somewhere. Oh, dude, yeah, a hundred percent. Otherwise, you're friggin' wasted for for like a day and a half. Yeah, I think I got like five and a half hours of sleep that night and then tried to take a nap later in the day. And then um, Saturday night, Steve came over and we got to play some War Machine and Hordes, which was a ton of friggin' fun. Um, that's something that we're going to try to try to do a little bit more of as we get closer and closer to Warfare Weekend in November, which is the convention in St. Louis over the weekend of the 3rd through the 5th that we will be attending. That's going to be a great time for all of our friends out in St. Louis. Uh, looking forward to to being out and amongst the people playing nerdy, nerdy bullshit games uh, with, with all of y'all. Uh, so, um, And then that was it, man. It, it just been just kind of you know relaxing my wife came to the gym to me with me today um so that was fun uh i don't get to work out with with somebody very often so 
you know, and then, uh, you know, moving her through my workout plan and what I like to do and, you know, not doing cardio, which is always a blessing. <laughs> I fucking hate cardio, but I think most people that lift weights really don't like cardio all that much. So, um, so yeah, that, that's it. That's me, man. Uh, you said you had a very interesting conversation with your daughter this evening though. Is that, yeah. is that, is that right? Yeah, she was, uh, first and foremost as a PSA for all of our, our listeners out there. Um, I do work in cybersecurity and there was an article that released just recently about a piece of malware that is targeting gamers through Minecraft. So oh, no. be cautious out there about the mods you use and the servers you go on. Um, just know that it's, uh, as of the, the time of the publishing, I think was like two days ago, there was no fix available. Um, and, uh, there were some groups that actually had a way to kind of mitigate it, but at the same time, just be careful of the mods, um, you know, do some research on it make sure that you're, uh, you're safe because mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's primary purpose is to steal your credentials, uh, in particular, uh, for platforms like steam. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I guess after that, it's cyber criminals are just dicks. I mean, mm -hmm. if they get your credentials, they're going to like offload all of your, all of your games and burn your account to the ground just to screw with you. Not because it gets them any money. They're just dicks. That is so. Ooh, Ooh, just, Ooh. Just, oh, that makes me angry. Yeah. That makes me angry that's, inside it, myself. That's, that's actually coming through multiple gaming platforms in particular, Microsoft's right now. I so. have so many games. It would suck so bad to lose. Like it would suck to lose like 98 percent of them there's a couple yeah. i could lose there's a couple i could lose but for the most part i curated my uh my collection of games pretty freaking tightly like if i didn't sink like 10 15 hours into it um yeah that was a rarity like most of the games that i've got yeah. i really really enjoy and i've got quite a few games so everybody set up uh if you can i would recommend setting up the multi-factor authentication uh, i know that steam has that yeah yeah they i do. believe some of the other gaming groups do too mm -hmm. um that'd be a really good first line mitigation in case something does come through and somebody because then they can't like the, the attackers can't compromise the account credentials without having that that other code and that's pretty much well not an impossibility it's just highly difficult i like that because you can usually get that stuff on your phone mm-hmm because yeah, um, I know that I've got I've got I've Blizzard through that I've got a couple of different um, apps that are specific to to doing that so yeah mm -hmm. yeah yep. so uh, so to 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 the, the Minecraft thing what triggered all that was my daughter started talking to me about Minecraft and and I was like okay cool she's in Minecraft and I was I'd already told my my ex and and warned her about it she said the kids aren't on a big kick right now with Minecraft and I said that's fine good. Surprise, surprise. Um, she, as long as there's just awareness, she'll 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 be taking care of it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, she's really diligent too. But uh, so, so my daughter, she just starts talking about Minecraft, and it's just this, like this ten minute, like I don't want to call it like a diatribe, but it is ten minutes of, hey, did you know that Minecraft had a story? And I said I did not, and <laughs> I found out there is one, and I found out what you need to do at each stage of the story in order to do these things and blah and she told me about how she uh, herself created a uh, she became a real estate agent in a game and i said you did and she said yes i have all this property and i built all these houses and you know i i she's like but i couldn't get anybody to buy them and i'm like all right so what did you do she goes i built a wall around the community so that people have to stay in and find a place to live and i was like that is a solution. That is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it when, like, kids have, like, information that they want to tell you, and you can tell as soon as you say, 
oh really like you you give them the the license <laughs> to tell you what information they know and they get like super super stoked and super excited about it my um both of my kids my 14 year old still does it which is really really cute like he still has a lot of like verve and energy for that kind of thing but and of course you know my nine-year-old is is all over that sort of thing so yeah it's, I, it's I do really that cute well i mean i i do it as well i i definitely over communicate things but it's it was yeah with her it was it was that it was that moment of like really i'm gonna pull back the latch and see what happened oh floodwaters floodwaters don't yeah. you behind this door this, yeah, yeah just all this information <laughs> coming she's like i had i i built these dungeons and I had one house that had two dungeons in it. And I'm like, really? Well, that's good, sweetie. Just there... like one of them I used as a, I had a lava pit. And I'm like, okay, I am very proud of you. What'd you like, do with that lava pit? And you start like searching she, for sociopathy. <laughs> she, no, she uses it to kill zombies. Okay, that's like, fine. That's, that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with and that. And then her telling me all about her stone golem guards and all these like, I'm like, okay, so she's, yeah, she's just basically like, defense tower she's kind of like playing the game she's got one of those it sounds like she's got a like a like a villain layer like lava stone golems like yeah this is this is a villain layer you're you're... let's let's be entirely clear here every great (laughs) king in the history of the world had a layer like that they weren't bad guys they had lava they might have huh did thulsa doom have lava i don't remember if thulsa doom had lava he had snake turning ability which did nothing Tokugawa, I mean, his there there was Mount Fuji right there, and that was <laughs> yeah. sort yeah. of active volcano. At some I point. noticed that he didn't summer there. <laughs> Hawaii, huh? It's all volcanoes. That entire place. They didn't have it's a choice. Of, all right. Yep. That's where were they going to go? That's what you do. The hard. I think Guam? the toughest thing, if you're going to, yeah, exactly. I think the toughest thing, if you're in Hawaii and you're going to build the fortress, the lava basement, is that most of your materials are going to be very flammable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you, you just gotta you gotta balance that you gotta you gotta find out well the palace burned down way. again how come lava <laughs> lava it was the lava yeah. yeah so so yeah i mean it was it was just really really uh like like i said it was it was a very fun conversation but it was it did remind me and i think i was telling you this earlier it reminded me a lot of that scene from the crow where you have uh you have that one guy who's like uh, shake when he's like talking about like oh the guy came through and he, he took T Bird and oh my god oh, oh T Bird yeah, he's drinking yeah. he's just going all crazy and like uh, you have a <laughs> what's his name he's just like why wow, you think if we uh record this and then play it back in slow mo we can find out what the hell this speed freak is talking about that was <laughs> Skank that was the character that of was Skank. Skank yes it was I remember Skank and it Skank, was top, Skank's dead <laughs> top dollar was played by uh, what what was his name the uh, no. incredible effervescent michael wincott yep that voice oh it's speaking of deep voices. oh yeah oh oh i i loved him and uh did you ever see the the disney three musketeers movie mm-hmm. i fucking loved him in that he was so good like the awesome only person that. that wasn't good was chris o'donnell like that was it everybody else fantastic really enjoyed it yeah, I thought I I would I would agree. I thought Kiefer Sutherland was amazing in it. Yeah, he, like, he, was, he was like like taking it seriously. Like, you know, it's like one of those things. You're like, you know, this is a Disney movie, right? And he was like, "You won't tell me how to." Act. <laughs> yeah. yeah, listen, he he's like, look, look, look. Eventually, I'm gonna be a in a in a show about a CIA guy who kills people like every single episode. Okay, so I got to take this seriously. Yeah, right. My that's, father that's is my Donald Sutherland. Did you ever see him? A, Donald was a boss, dude. In all sorts of movies, was, he's I'm dramatic. A, still yeah. a fan of Donald Sutherland, dude. Every once in a yeah. while, I'll go back and watch MASH just for the shit of it. 
Yeah, I uh, God, I just there was some other movies I just watched recently with him in it. Mm-hmm. Donald Sutherland. He when he's doing a serious role, he's he is amazing. But if when he a does movie... comedy, though, he's amazing. Like Kelly's Heroes. Holy shit, was he funny in that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he was. He was in um. Oh god, what was the one of the castle that had uh uh. Stacy Keach played the main role. Donald Sutherland played a uh, a character who was like the, one of the insane asylums. Uh, he was he was there. I can see him, and I can't remember I, the name of the movie. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look it up. Man, Stacy Keach. There's a name I hadn't heard in a while. Whew. Yeah, no kidding. He's a great actor. He um, was a good actor. Yeah, he, he made uh, he made the he made the class of uh, of '99. So, huh that movie he played it and he made his he made his character an albino for some reason just strange like I with mean, a mullet like with a like a serious an albino mullet. with a mullet like yeah. well it was it was the the movie was made so i think the class of 99 was made in the early 90s but it was supposed to be based in 1999 in seattle and stacy keach's character was the guy who sold a bunch of like teaching androids to a high school to discipline and teach kids and one of the well one of the androids one of the robots is played by pam greer yeah yeah she was yeah miss connor i'm I'm looking up the the cast right now yeah yeah man some very familiar faces here too malcolm mcdowell patrick kilpatrick stacy keach pam greer yeah wow 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 yeah and i think i think basically you had to be over 21 to get a career after that movie came out probably yeah (laughs) so i don't remember anybody from like that movie that played one of the high school uh, students well that's like that's such a like my one of my favorite moments of any show that lampoons that is um uh there was an there's an episode of the show uh 30 rock where steve buscemi who plays a this like really really inept uh private detective private investigator um is supposed to go undercover at a high school (laughs) and like it's steve buscemi who's in his like late 50s at the time walking up to a bunch of kids going hello fellow kids (laughs) it's one of the funniest fucking things and yeah that's exactly what it looks like when you have like people in their early 30s late 20s early 30s playing high school students like can you is it impossible to find high school students that can play an appropriate like an age appropriate role or is it just because you want to be able to you know show the sex lives of teenagers and you need you know people over the 18 to 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 be able to I do think that. that i think that may be more of the, the the case of it right there sure should be but it, it is whenever whenever i see like a review online and somebody's like yeah these uh these high school 30 year olds it's like just set it in college would you just set it in college it doesn't have to be set in high school you could just make it in college it'd be fine mm-hmm. yeah yeah cheers right on well uh speaking of things that uh are awesome and super super cool uh my name's will and i'm an alcoholic my name's Tiki, and I'm an alcoholic. I fucking stuck the landing on that one, didn't I? You did. That, <laughs> that was, was a good, good. transition. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. That was good. Um, still sober. <laughs> yeah. Still sober. I had a couple cravings over the weekend. Um, uh, I'm. I talked about them on Sunday night. I'm trying to remember exactly what they were. Uh, oh, it was. Do you remember the the episodes that we did about um the like the near beer stuff? And the, mm-hmm. the, the like the the non alcoholic spirits. Do you remember yeah. those? Those like like yeah, episode yeah, like 
20 something i think so or maybe for, forever forever ago we you you talked about uh that uh, that faux whiskey that yeah gotten. yeah yeah we talked about that again um i've been having more ads recently for uh new companies doing this stuff and it it like it makes me angry and it makes me miss like beer just beer not even whiskey just beer it just makes me miss beer uh where you know a, a near beer will there there's this oatmeal stout near beer that came up and i was like i used to love oatmeal stouts and now i can't drink them anymore trying with your fucking near beer but it tastes disgusting yeah uh, uh yeah so like i hadn't thought about that stuff in a really long time i mean to put it in perspective this is episode 129 of the podcast 129 episodes almost two and a half years of putting out content on a weekly basis and i hadn't thought about near beer or you know near spirits in you know forever uh basically and it just popped up this week and and it was like one of those sort of subtle reminders that that you know it's a it's a constant fight even if it's a even if it's little fights it's still constant and consistent it's the it's the the chronic condition of of being an addict so um so yeah but um everything was resisted my wife and kids were out of town so this would have been the perfect opportunity for me to do something stupid but i checked in on friday night i checked in on sunday night so um and then steve coming over on saturday night i was basically with friends the entire weekend except for a little bit of time when i did some cleaning on saturday um so that was about it so how about you bub um yeah i mean still sober yay uh, I don't, I don't tend to have a lot of temptations about that right now. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I really need to start going to the gym and I've got a membership, but I'm not going. So just, I don't uh, know what keep me from it. So just, I don't know what's keeping me from it. Motivation to go. I don't know. Um, is it all right? So, uh, you know, the kind of the classics are motivation, fear of judgment, um, not having a program to do when you get there like there's there's a bunch of different things uh, uh, I, got, I got an app to the gym that's gotten that's given me a program and i could start that i just need to i just like i said i just need to get there it's mm-hmm. the, the gym itself is like a half mile away so walking oh man kind yeah, of yeah, ideal. Walk there. um yeah, it's just it's just trying to get trying to get my shit together yeah um other than that there was that uh, that weird event that happened this last week with sure. work where uh, you know a third party uh, potential vendor like was all like we've been talking to your vp and we've been talking to your director and they said you're struggling with this and i was like oh fuck me so that like that had me like going down so many like dark places mm-hmm. um i didn't drink but boy i i really really wanted to yeah. i was it oh, was wow. it was tough it was really really tough that was probably that was actually probably the the toughest or, or roughest that i have felt in a long time mm-hmm. and uh <clears throat> yeah um even like when I, you know even when i talked to my direct boss about it and he was like what the hell did they say to you mm-hmm. but yeah it just uh, i was like i normally can't um i normally can't or i not want to say can't i just won't or don't mm-hmm picture myself drinking i won't or i don't picture myself in um like self-destructive type behaviors i I just i i can just avoid it it's 
it's easy enough. It's not like I'm pushing it off easily. It's just that it's not something that's really, you know, really pushing on me because the stressors aren't there. Sure. But Thursday all the way into Friday like morning until I talked to my boss, I mean, I felt, yeah, I, I having that having that concept, that idea or that construct in my head that these things, I could do these things. You know, I've spent the last almost three years basically like never like, you know, almost entirely not picturing myself doing this. Yeah. Things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there I am. So it was it was pretty rough. I'm not gonna lie. That sure. actually was really, really bad. Um luckily it was short lived. Um, you know, and I and I did have somebody to talk to as as I was going through it, which nice. was which was good as well. Nice. But yeah, it's it's you know, that was probably the worst. Those those stressors being as bad as they were, and I think being kind of like ambushed by them the way that I was. Yeah. I think that's actually like really what kind of set me off. But it also got me thinking about how much um I guess how much value I place on my job, how much value I place on my work. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna it's it's certainly something that's gonna give me, you know, cause for for, for pause and reflection. Sure. So that sure. was yeah. So that was that happened to me. That was it was it was kind of wild, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm glad it resolved. Uh, you know, as quickly as it did, I'm I'm very glad about that. It just sucks when like you get through semi-official channels because it's like enough of a seed of doubt to get it from somebody that isn't your boss, like getting, getting put on an action plan by your boss is one thing, but hearing about it through like a third party who might be connected to your company a little bit higher up, man, that's just fucking nerve wracking as all hell because you're like, what, why, why didn't anybody talk to me about this? Like I, I hadn't heard anything about this. Is this real? Like, I don't know if this is real. Maybe this is real. Like, and it's really easy to go down, uh, really, you know, Alice in Wonderland-esque uh, trails of, you know, self-doubt, recrimination, uh, frustration. Yeah, yeah. And all of those things are are things that we kind of know are places where people that have had difficulty with substance abuse, those are all triggering, you know, triggering events. Absolutely. 100%, man. So yeah. I'm glad, glad you were able to stick away from it. Glad to... Uh, Glad you had somebody to talk to and glad that it resolved. So, so yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep that night. Like mm-hmm. I think I, I think I woke up back at three 30 mm-hmm. or like four and then I just couldn't go back to bed. So I was like sitting up all morning long, like waiting. Cause I knew I was going to talk to my boss at 11 mm-hmm. and just like my stomach just churning and I couldn't eat. And it was, Oh, it was fucking miserable. But yeah, to, to that point, this, the, the the third party was somebody that I've known for a while mm-hmm. who also knows my boss well my boss's boss very well mm-hmm. so it was hearing that from this person was like why would this third party why would this other person know this unless my my director hasn't said anything to me mm-hmm. or hasn't said or has, or it at word hasn't trickled down to me yet and then I, then I was like questioning like everything I've been doing, and I'm like, no, 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 I've been doing what I've been told this whole time. Like, I talk to my boss every week. We develop these action plans. We go over all these things that we're trying to get done. Yeah. And no matter how much it shifted, I have like remained diligent, and I have stayed on top. Like, like how could this possibly happen? I, yeah, I was in like a, a near panic mode about it. Yeah. I, I was, you know, going over the whole idea of like, well, how am I going to pay my, you know, like at one point, like how am I going to pay my rent? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that kind of shit. So, ugh. 
But yeah, so that wasn't pleasant in the least. No and, damn doubt. I'm glad. Dude. I'm really. I am like sitting here right now talking to you. I'm very glad that I didn't fall off the wagon or or go down one of those self-destructive other paths that I know I could have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just recently had um, an interaction with somebody that unfortunately had a relapsing event, and uh, it was because they didn't have somebody specific to talk to. They didn't have a plan in place. And they were dealing with stresses that were beyond what they had the natural capability to deal with because of the things going on in their life were so, you know, so incredibly intense. And, you know, uh, talking to them afterwards and trying to, you know, explain, hey, you know, we're looking for progress, not perfection. You know, there's a reason that one day at a time is such an incredibly powerful, if cliche statement, like, you know, you, you can have a mistake happen and that's, you know, that's frustrating and it can be a setback if you let it be a setback, but you know, you got to have the grace for yourself, um, to be able to say, you know, I made a mistake. This does not define me. This does not define where I am in totality uh, in my sobriety, this is not, you know, this is not the end of my sobriety. It just means that there's some stuff to work on. And provided that I start, you know, really focusing and on, you know, getting that work done, I think, um, I think that, that those situations are situations that can be worked through. So the fact that you had somebody to talk to, awesome. The fact that you were able to get a, you know, pretty swift resolution before anything, negative uh went down i think that's great man i think that's great yeah you know yeah cravings are gonna happen there's there's very little you can do about the lead up to a craving but there's a whole bunch of stuff that we can do about a craving after we know that 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 it's there that it's around we we have we there are tools to be able to mitigate uh those moments when we're like i'm stressed i'm fucked i want to drink um there are tools for that and uh, I'm glad that you were able to utilize yours, man. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the it's 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 a weird thing. It's a line that I take from the the, the movie Tron Legacy. When uh, you might Jeffrey, be the only person ever to take something from that movie. There's a great scene where he's talking in his and to his son, and he said, "Well, Clue is out there. He's looking for us. He's waiting for us to make a mistake. We can't make a move right now." You know, and he's like, so are you just going to sit here and, and do nothing? And he's like, yep. You'd be surprised at how productive doing nothing can be. <laughs> and that was that was what I told myself at that, at that moment. I was like, I, you know, I, I, I feel stressed. I feel anxious. I want to go do something. But right now, there's mm-hmm. no alcohol in my apartment. I have ways of distracting myself. Mm-hmm. I'll just do nothing. And... Hopefully it'll be as productive as I as as, as I as it, as it can be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's what I did, nice. and it worked. It nice. did work. Glorious, glorious. Um, right on, man. Anything else you've uh, you'd like to share? Nope, that's way that's way too much already. So I'm good. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Um, so uh, this week I've been talking a lot about uh the nature of living. In an uncynical manner, and we talked a little bit about this probably about a year, year and a half ago, and I thought it was a good time to to revisit it because I have come to this 
thought about cynicism. I think that cynicism is a type of adapted cowardice. And when I say that, I mean that cynicism, I think, is a defensive mechanism against being hurt in the future because you've been burned in the past. So while I'll say I think it's adapted cowardice, I don't load that with any moral condemnation of it. I load that with an understanding of why somebody would exhibit it and why um, why I think that people would choose that. Um, it's It's been made apparent to me that uh that it's that there's a certain kind of courage that comes with the idea of living uncynically knowing that bad situations are going to happen but that you have a set of principles that are going to guide your actions moving forward even though there is a possibility that those principles and the actions that are uh, guided by them are going to lead you to a place uh, where you could be hurt again and I think that when I talk about that in the, um, in the vein of, of sobriety and being in recovery, um, recognizing that we've been burned uh, by, you know, by ourselves, by other people, by, um, by our circumstances, recognizing that those things can happen, but still having the grace for ourselves, the grace for other people in recovery around us, um, I think is is a special kind of courage that I'm that I want to try to draw attention towards and try to live in a way that um, that that emulates that 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 puts that forward. So um, so I really don't have too much more of a thought on that. I just uh, I, I once again just I I'm really want to continue to move through life without judgment towards other people, without the cynicism that kind of defined the earlier portions of my ramp up in my addiction, in, 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 you know, the, the, before the worst of things happened in, in my, uh, in my alcoholism. And then of course led to, uh, further places in my alcoholism that were, that were deeper and worse than they are or than they than they were at the beginning so that's it that's all i got just a real quick you know boom i've been talking about i talked about that um on uh i want to say sunday on the on the stream i think i think it was sunday on the stream so that was just a real quick thing no uh no big deal um yeah yeah tiki why don't you tell us about some movie that's gonna make my ears bleed <coughs> So we can talk about the one we were discussing earlier. If you want to go, you back. you you absolutely can. Oh, one hundred percent, do it. I man. can talk about that one. This movie is called uh, Conan, the Barbarian Swordsman, which just brings me back to the time when you told me about uh, the movie Battle Star Wars, which just mm -hmm. had a title of a popular film with another word just thrown on there. Yeah. That was it. it. And so it actually, it's a little bit better than that. They, uh, this is a Chinese movie released in 1985. Uh, Conan is spelt with a K instead yeah. of a C. Of course. So it's a totally different character. Couldn't have seen totally that Totally different world. Guy is 
a swordsman barbarian, which Ooh. I guess means barbarian or swordsman. It could be either way. <laughs> uh, the main character uh, is named Eagle. Not Conan. No, no, actually, actually, like nobody named Conan is in this movie at all. Nobody at all. <clears throat> no one. Man, at all, just Eagle. So, would you say that this was a cynical cash grab? <laughs> Speaking of um, cynical things, so uh, God, I don't know if I'd call it cynical. Um, <laughs> Did it have great joy? No, it's, and originality it's, it's, to it. It it reminds me a lot of um, not quite Shaw Brothers style, but uh, the fight choreography is pretty pretty on par for that. Okay, um, it's definitely I don't know what made... any of that means. So the Shaw Brothers made all the old kung fu movies, along with like Drunken Master and oh. and a whole lot of others way back in the day. Shaw Brothers, like they would produce, uh, they produced uh, some of the first Bruce Lee movies, uh-huh. um, and uh, they, they, not cynically or anything, just that those movies they were cranking out like a movie, I think every ten days or something. There were so many of them. So whenever you see an older like the Chinese movie that it has like kind of the like the the odd dubbing or the weird dubbing yeah. and the fight the the fight choreography which is which definitely looks a lot more like a dance it's definitely one two three one two three kind of like fighting the way that they do things uh-huh. um yeah they uh they just um next the lambada but with swords <laughs> yes it's 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 done in a much it's done in a style much more like an opera. Uh, the way that they did their movies, rather than like westerns and even spaghetti westerns at the time, they uh-huh. wanted to do something very unique, very much to their own. So it was much more like China Chinese theater or Chinese opera than it was like an actual movie. I mean, I'm but, not surprised by that. I mean, the Chinese opera was a pretty big por- part of the culture, if I'm remembering. Yeah, so I mean, so, that's where like Jackie Chan got his start. Like, yeah, that's that's it's it's a lot of. The Shaw Brothers. I'm not saying that they're bad at all. It's, sure. This is just. It's just that they had this. They had this business model, and mm-hmm. they they ran with what they wanted to do. And their studio. It was like the Roger Corman Studios of China. I mean, it was it was relatively low budget. They had the same actors. Like they had a troupe of I think like um, sixty actors or so, or mm-hmm. maybe even a hundred that they would churn through in these different movies in different roles. And they would, you know, some of the guys would be a bad guy one week and maybe a good guy the next week and so on and so forth. But in in their defense or everything else they did, they did put a lot of women into the role of strong female characters in terms of being able to fight, being able to stand up for themselves and being able to even like at that time talk back to men, which was really unheard of at the time. I mean, especially doing it publicly. Yeah. Um, and they, so, so the shop brothers aren't necessarily bad, but this, this movie is, is much so this Conan, the barbarian swordsman. It just feels like that's kind of like that last word is just tacked on. Um, anyway, uh, it's, 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 it's for the fight choreography, not necessarily the stage, but a lot of the, uh, the areas where they're filmed and the style of filming follows in that, very then that vein very closely conan the barbarian swordsman it's like the the full title of the movie should be conan the barbarian swordsman for trademark reasons yes that would that's that's what it should be it's yeah you got to spell conan with a k though it's it's so it's so so the so our story revolves around this character named eagle who is (laughs) definitely not Conan. (laughs) i just i just like i see the producers being like all right so this is what it and then like 
the studio execs being like, all right, so where's Conan? Where, where's, there's no Conan, there. but the movie's named Conan. Yeah. But, but the primary character's name is Eagle. Okay. So Conan is the mom. <laughs> And they're like, so Conan does, when does Conan come into the movie? They're like, yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. exactly. And they're like, that's not an answer. Where, where, when, what? And they're like, it's a different Conan. <laughs> like, no, no, this just... Conan is over on the Mongolian plains. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Conan was in a mythical realm in a different land. Yeah, that was Hyperborea, world. bro. This Conan doesn't live in Hyperborea. This Conan lives in... Kind of like north eastern China. Nice. So Eagle I heard it's again, lovely definitely, there. Definitely not Conan. He is traveling across this land on a quest for revenge. Um and you eventually <laughs> find out it's also to get his wife back who like was kidnapped by this general whose name and I and I don't know if this is the character's name in reality. I don't know if this is how it translates, but okay. it, it's just General Long. General Long. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was like, that could be it could be Chinese, or it could have been the dubbing company who just went long, right? Yeah, it's yeah go long. That's, that's it. Um, so there's there's a uh, the movie itself. The, character, the main character goes through a whole lot of fighting, um, usually taking on packs of four, uh, sometimes six, always defeating them. Um, at one point in time, he is uh, he takes out ninjas. He is attacked by ninjas. And uh, I think my favorite, two favorite parts of this entire thing was, it's really the only part in the movie where anybody really does like kind of like that high wire jump kind of stuff. It's the only time anybody does it. Oh, I love that. Ninjas stuff. do it, and then somehow Eagle does it as well. Like he jumps like to the top of a tree at one point. Like what? Um, it, it's really it, it doesn't make any real sense that suddenly he can do this, but he's never employed this ability really heavily before. Would have helped certainly. Um, the ninjas though are on wires and you can see them. They do this, they do that thing where <laughs> they, can see they the wires. <laughs> you can, you, so you can see they, they crawl head first down the trees, like, like the, like the least intelligible way to possibly. Yeah. What if you slip and fall well, like why, right why on your dome? You, if you're already up in the tree, why wouldn't you jump down? We've yeah. already, we've already established you guys can jump very high. Yeah. You sure basically you have magic land. feet. Yes. Why? Well, why would you climb head first? Why would you do so they, that? So they, they climb all the way down. You can see the wires on them. Yeah. And they uh, they they start, they do like front rolls to get everywhere. And uh, they do like front rolls to like try and attack Eagle. And he, he dispatches them. There's one guy, the last guy that he has to fight. That dude like puts on a gymnastics display. Like all the ninjas are, are killed. The last ninja there to fight him puts his sword in his mouth and starts doing like, you know, uh, like backflips and like back handsprings. Jumps forward, lands on his back, does a front handspring, does like like just does like all this really cool stuff. Does and Eagle like, Indiana Jones him? Uh, no, Eagle just stands there for like thirty seconds, and the guy finally like gets done, pulls like the knife out at of his, his watch. Yeah, <laughs> just are you, are you done yet? Like this ain't the Olympics, bro. Yeah, and <laughs> this like, ain't necessary. One of the ninjas has like a really cool idea too. He had a hole dug, and he put like earth above it, and he reaches up and he grabs Eagle by the ankle. And Eagle cuts his hand off and then sure. stabs him. So, not... <laughs> I like that. You, you, and Eagle uh, cuts his hand off and stabs him. So, uh, that was a that was a that was good, just... classic blunder. Uh, it was... You know what? 
serious, serious uh, props for being inventive because everybody else was way up in the trees. This guy dug a hole. <laughs> could you imagine? All right. Anyway, could you imagine? You're like, I dug this hole and I'm going to surprise him. And then suddenly you get like your hand chopped off and a sword in your head and you're like, this feels this feels like a lot of work for not very much result. <laughs> yeah, like the like the ninjas are like, yeah, the, yeah, like the ninjas are like, dude, the hole is, it's just, it's not gonna work, man. And you're like, yeah, it's totally gonna work. All right, it's totally gonna work. It's like, totally it's not good. gonna work. You're like, I didn't. Hey, look, I didn't tell you you couldn't build your fucking treehouse. Yeah, know? nobody said that you couldn't uh, climb down trees head first. Nobody said that. Be, all right, I'm at the meetings, ninja, ninja in a hole. That's my. This is my thing. All right, you guys go up in the trees, do whatever you do up there, assholes. <laughs> so like yeah dicks. like like yeah <laughs> dicks but like the funny part about that was he like reached out and he grabs eagle's like leg like there was like nobody really threatening eagle at the time so like grabbing his leg and holding trying to hold him in place wasn't going to make a big difference in the fight <laughs> like at that particular moment it like anyway it was he's like he like he like really like threw him. i mean he put himself out there for no reason is all sure I'm saying. sure um that's so just then, timing issues man uh, with the right timing i'm sure that plan would have worked f- just gangbusters yeah, probably. Yeah. So, so let's see. Eagle gets into another fight at this one restaurant and just destroys the restaurant, pays a bunch of money. And then Eagle gets into another fight. Uh, another fight. There's That's like not something Conan would have done. He, he wouldn't have paid for anything. He just keeps on fighting. Um, like Russell Crowe. I get it. He beats up these, like, what are, I guess, supposed to be teenagers or something. Um, keep in mind that this whole movie is supposed to take place in, like, sometime around, like, the, well... Sometime between 1200 AD and probably like. So everybody lived to the age of 19. Yeah, I get it. No, yeah, no, yeah. Nobody's got a. Yeah, nobody's got guns or anything. He's so old and wise and 31. (laughs) Oh yeah, and then I I do want to make sure this is my favorite honorable mention is the discussion we had earlier about the guy, who, as a lone assassin, attacks Eagle, shoots an arrow at him, misses, and then like like. Uh, eagle runs into the woods to find this guy and it's also like bamboo it's like really thick yeah uh, at first and then it comes to a clearing and there's a guy there who's wearing like kind of like earthen tones all over his body and mm-hmm. those tiger stripe vest and then that fucking fluorescent pink mask like <laughs> <laughs> <What> good <laughs> he'll never see me except for my head which is very vulnerable to attack <laughs> it's just so bad it was like why do you why why, why? like you were doing like who dressed you this morning? Yeah. yeah. His dad. <laughs> Go and get him, Tiger. Yeah, All right, Dad. Wait, wait, wait. You look wait, great in that you, fluorescent. You're going to need a disguise so he can't tell who you are when you shoot at him. <laughs> no ninja would wear fluorescent. Here. This is yeah, what a ninja would wear. They're going to be looking for guys in camouflage or in yeah. all black. But you, you're not going to blend. You're going to go the other direction. Yeah, you're going to yeah. try out something new. Something different. We're going to see how this plays out for you. I'm hiding in plain uh, sight. <laughs> I have a cousin who likes to dig holes, and he's a ninja. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's your special cousin, all right? <laughs> That's your special cousin. <laughs> so, so this keeps on. So the movie, like, it gets to a point where, like, Eagle finally, like, and he, and he, like, on his way, he's, like, telling everyone. He's, like, I'm looking for General Long. And, like, everyone is, like, ooh, you're a friend of his? He's, like, yeah, something like that, I, I mean, I'm carrying a sword, and I've got like all sorts of weapons on me. And yeah, yeah you know what? We're 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 good pals. So he yeah, we're we're, cap- we're bros. <laughs> also, do you know if he likes being stabbed? Yes. <laughs> so so Eagle shows up. There's like this really the one scene I will say that I didn't feel really comfortable with is 
you know, like they they show Eagle's wife who is living in captivity with her son, like in and, a zoo. Well, captivity, like a like a it's like a it's like a big house. Okay, like so large, like she's, a, like she's a been kidnapped. Like on like a, like a By house danger. on like two acres, like a house on two acres of land. Oh, that's nice. That's more than I've got. Yeah, I mean it is. It's it's it's. I thought it's a bit far away from everything. I didn't like that aspect of it. You know, the commute's going to be bad no matter yeah, what. Yeah, no Kmart nearby. Yeah. But there is like a cool bridge and a river that runs right by the front, and uh, like Eagle gets he gets captured, and like the the main bad guy stabs him. Eagle escapes, and he he gets down into this uh, to the to the river area where like the stone is, and he's like hiding against the stone, and I'm like, where is he? He couldn't have gotten far. And they're like they start like they like Eagle escapes in the middle of the night. And the general finds out about it in the middle of the night. And then, like, they're like, let's go get him. And then they, they come running out of the general's office to go look for Eagle. And it is day. It's like noon. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he couldn't have gotten far. And I'm like, you gave him, t- it looks like you gave him at least 12 hours. I mean, <laughs> he, he, he really could have. So, uh, so anyway, Eagle escapes. <clears throat> he gets, he's going through the desert. He collapses in the desert. The general's men are walking up. They can, like, plainly see him. Eagle's, like, this, like, bundle of black clothing, like, laying, like, the, with his, like, long, flowing black hair and ponytail. And he's just laying there, oh, like, he's been hurting his leg. And he can't walk very far or fast. And the general walks up. General Long walks up with, like, his, his, like, six men. And they see, he's like, there he is. And, like, they flash over to, uh, they cut to. Um, Smash cut to. Uh, Eagle's wife, who's uh, like praying to like you know God, she's like, please God, save him. And I, and I and I'm like at this point, I'm wondering if this takes place in the Han Dynasty, which is when a lot of like these movies tend to. That's just that's that's. I mean, we're talking like 880 China. Like, there's just not a lot of Christian missionaries. But well, anyway, you you left me on a cliffhanger here. Did he save him? Did God oh, save yeah, him? Oh yeah, yeah, that's so. So a sandstorm kicks up. Oh, God and, saves yeah, him, and it's and it's yeah, and it's so. Uh, it, there's so much sand. Everybody like has to duck and cover, and they get buried in it. Let my and then they eagle pop go. up, and it's like yeah. And now they're like in waist deep sand, and nobody knows what happened to Eagle. Yeah, where's that? Where's that ninja we that we built don't a, know. built a hole in the ground? We don't know, and that's at about the twenty minute mark. Um, so that's where I left off. So you so, don't even know if this movie was finished. Like the, the, the film could like literally just, just like fade to black right here. And you'd be left with more questions than answers. Yeah. But it's not like questions. I really have to answer. Are you sure? Like, Cause pretty sure I can't wait to I hear, would, you know what I will. Let's do this, uh, for our listeners, uh, all 12 of them. Yep. 18. Here's your homework. Watch Conan the Barbarian Swordsman, spelled with a K. Conan with a K. Conan is with a K. Finish it out and tell me how it ends. This is, again, once once again, um, temper your expectations, public. <laughs> as far as, you know what? Honestly, if it wasn't for the blatant cash grab, it really wouldn't be that bad of a kung fu movie. It's, the fighting, the choreography, even like some of the acting is pretty decent. The the guy who plays Eagle is like kind of like this has like this Clint Eastwood kind of like grit to him with like his facial hair and everything else, and he's just you know like all sourpussed about everything. And sure. It's like this guy's you know yeah this is cool. Now there's a lot of things I take issue with. I mean you know how Clint the, did that right? 
just what was he like always constipated because he looks no, like no 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 he just wore underwear that was two sizes too small that was Ooh, it. That, that would do it yeah yeah i mean it's method acting but it works oh that makes sense so uh so uh so the, so i mean and definitely there was somebody in the wardrobe department that probably should have been fired i don't know whose kid it was that they like <laughs> run that but there's if you watch the movie you'll see why there's there is a girl in the movie who who is in a ton of scenes who looks like she's just wearing some bedding like <laughs> this sheet and this half a blanket that's what you get and nice. like she she is in so much of the movie it's really uncanny it's like why is why hasn't she changed clothes yet <laughs> She only has a, the one sheet, man. That's her going out a, sheet. At the at the very least, there was a perfectly good fluorescent hood. Yeah, there. I, I mean, there's <laughs> got to be like a full jumpsuit that goes with that fluorescent hood, right? Right. Somewhere. Right. At, well, when I first you think saw that, that that hood was just so that that guy didn't get run over by horse traffic? I feel like that's got to be the reason. So the only the only thing, whenever I see anything like that, I'm usually like really blown away because I immediately think. The like the fluorescent ninja outfits. I immediately think of Godfrey Ho, the director slash movie maker, who made a ton of movies whose descriptions always sound so cool. But then if you watch them, you will be so so mad because mm-hmm. you will have wasted your time. They are he he was the guy that, that I would say that they would take two movies and he would splice them together and like try and like get uh, he would like write a whole other like plot. But they'd always be like like Hong Kong like like kung fu movies and then like one of one of them would be like drugs and the other one would be like the cia and they would have nothing in common and none of the characters would ever meet <laughs> so you know this you have like this movie where you're like the bad guys and the good guys never even saw each other <laughs> i mean they talk about each other all the time but that's just the dubbing that was godfrey ho fluorescent ninjas were a really big deal to him um i i don't know why um we may most never of it, know it's, why it, we may never know why well, what blows my mind about the okay, so the the the, the fluorescent ninjas with that one makes me wonder because the guy is actually Chinese. Ninjas, just so everybody understands culturally, not Chinese, not Chinese, not Chinese. Yes, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Well, cheers. So, I'm, I'm glad that you're enjoying this movie and you still have 20 minutes of it left. Oh man, uh, oh, what a yeah. treat! That's like I, that's like ooh. that's like getting to the bottom of your ice cream. Sunday and just finding 20% more ice cream Sunday and you're like oh oh it's glorious yeah yay, yay. It's, a, it's a flavor that I definitely don't hate yeah it's, it's a shit it's a shit flavored Sunday <laughs> don't get me wrong like it's it's shit flavored there are peanuts because it's shit flavored but you know just peanuts it's on Tubi so it's free <laughs> and that's free. the word that's probably the toughest part is that I watch and I'm like I'm watching commercials I have to suffer through Rogaine commercials for this fuck shit. You, fuck you guys. You son of a bitches. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. So that's uh, that's been my. Uh... I'm sad that Steve so that wasn't been... here for this one. He would have. You know, he would have. He would have. I think he would have kind of a biased view. What with him being Korean and all. <laughs> yeah. Sure. 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 That's that's. I'm I'm trying to try to figure where to go with that. I don't know where to go with that one. Eh. Do I deny that he's Korean? I don't know. I don't know. I saw him on Saturday. Didn't smell like bulgogi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's going to be it for tonight's episode. Tiggy, you got anything else for tonight, bud? Nope, that's it. Glorious. Like every episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast, except for a few of them. 
which is to say, not all the episodes of the Save vs. Poison podcast. We'd like to shout out to the mutual support groups we hope you turn to in your time of need. Alcoholics Anonymous, AA.org, 212-870-3400. Moderation Management, Moderation.org, 212-871-0974. Secular AA, that's www.aasecular.org, 323-693-1633. Smart Recovery, SmartRecovery.org, 440-951-5357. Women for Sobriety, womenforsobriety.org, 215-536-8026. And for friends and family of addicts that need a little help in a group type setting, there's Al-Anon Family Groups at www.al-anon.alateen.org or 1-888-425-2666. For all of us here at the Save vs. Poison podcast, please have a plan in place. Somebody to call. Some way to mitigate your stress. And if you don't have one, work on getting one please join us every wednesday friday and sunday night over on twitch and uh yeah you guys all take it easy warm creamy or wait no from all of us here at the savers boys podcast i'm will there we go i'm chicky and we wish you warm creamy regards good night everybody good night you've just listened to another episode of the save versus poison podcast if you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at VS underscore save, on Facebook at the Save vs. Poison podcast, and streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>